Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Tis the season. Tis the season, Dave. It's uh, for, ice. For ice. Uh, for, for fighting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for Gift angry giving. French dudes. <laughs> oh, God, the angriest. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched Goo. <laughs> boss, the boss, great. He is the master. You have my respect. If ever there comes a time when it gets down to you and me, I will lay you the fuck out, kid. This has all the elements of a sports masterpiece. Ready? Yes. Thank you for asking. This is about to get ugly. Ah, uh, good times. It's a film. It is a film. And listen, it's a film brought to you by, well, it's a podcast about a film. And the podcast is brought to you by Steven. Steven, thank you so much. Thank you. For uh, uh, making us watch Goon, uh, the 2011 hockey comedy uh starring sean william scott written by them by them super bads uh, yeah evan goldberg and jay bar show yep and i think this might surprise you tom mm-hmm. i had never seen this movie before neither had i okay uh, okay this is a movie that's been in oh. my orbit for a while because uh jeff and adam todd brown love it yes this is a movie that a lot of people i love and respect uh like this movie yes and uh this is a 2011 so naturally it's going to be a little dated a little that dated. is 10 years ago more yeah, than 10 11 years, ago. years ago yeah yeah i don't like that the world was and, a different uh, place back then yeah it was and so yeah this is mainly um is a it's a reverse happy gilmore in that it's a it's a nice guy who's very violent at hockey but can't play hockey. Yeah, he's uh, terrible and gets, at it. <laughs> yeah, and gets picked up to play hockey as a as an enforcer, as a goon. essentially. Yeah, as a goon. As a goon. Uh, how did you how did you like this movie, Dave? I I thought this movie was a delight. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I I. It's been a while for me to laugh out loud, and I laughed aloud. Yeah, almost constantly. Like every yeah. scene, there was something that made me really laugh, whether it was a, a solid punchline or a sight gag, or there's a lot of awkwardness in this movie that is just, this movie is fucking weird. I yeah, love it. I love how weird it is. Yeah. It's not without its problems, but no, I would argue a lot of the problems are more indicative of comedy at the time. Yeah. Um, like, for example, there is uh, homophobic jokes, right? I would argue that the the movie isn't, it, it's not it's not handling gay characters great the gay character in this is just sort of like just annoyed there. yeah he's just yeah. kind of there 
but the characters, the things they're saying, you got to understand that this starts with a bunch of dipshits from like Central Mass. Yeah. And I'm just like, yep, I know these guys. Yeah. And and the the and so it's like the things they're saying out of their mouth is, I would argue, accurate. Uh, yeah, the the homophobic jokes that are in it aren't being made to make us laugh. They're being made exactly. to sort of show what a dipshit a character is. Yeah, they might still be part of a joke, but it definitely isn't we're making fun of gay people. Mm-hmm. It's like we're making fun of this fucking, these, you know, again, yeah. central Massachusetts yeah. jackasses. So, yeah. Um, it's also not, there's not too much of it. I would actually really. argue the mo- the worst thing is that it, it's got basically one female character, and she's not very well realized. No. Um, I mean, no. Nope, by Alison nope. Pill, and I it's know. Like, fuck, the, man. The cast in this movie is out of control. Um, yeah. re- related to that, I do... That is accurate. That is a fair criticism. But I also want to make it clear that nobody in this movie is a real person. Um, yes. Like, everybody sort of yeah, I would, behaves in even, this heightened reality. Yeah, not even yeah. the main character. No, no, really. no. Goodness, no. Yeah. He's not... But. They don't, they just, it's more of like, they don't give her much to do. She's no, Alison Pill. She, yeah. Uh, and like, I I thought about, for obvious reasons, Slapshot, and how even the women in Slapshot, a deeply problematic film, yes. uh, are still more dimensional, Yeah, uh, which is just funny to me that that's like a movie made in the 70s. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, true. This is, I obviously, I think it's fair to bring up Slapshot because this is yeah. clearly like. Oh, yeah. A love letter to movies like Slapshot. Yeah, just about the real um, heroic pieces of trash that, that play hockey. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> they, they really did nail, like, yeah. a type of person. Yes. Um, Incredible. And there's... Uh, um, I, I don't have... Yeah, man, I don't have many notes. I just want to sh- shout out to the fucking... My favorite line of this movie, I'm just going to get it out now, okay. is the guy when he meets them all and they're all surly and in the room and one guy goes, I got two rules. Stay away from my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking Percocets? <laughs> Which I thought was the most perfect line to describe that. Oh, man. man. That that character, the goalie. Um, yeah. Did, did you recognize him? He's the friend from Wolf Cop. No shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. He looked he he gave me Ziggy vibes. It's a little, and I should have. He's like Ziggy adjacent, yeah. Yeah, and that's like I should have known because I remember the Wolf Cop friend gave me Ziggy vibes as well. Yeah, he's also. I, 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 I'm sorry, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, but if you're listening, uh, if if you're listeners of of our podcast, you're probably familiar with the Wolf Cop films. Um, he's also yeah. the guy that gets uh, sectioned by a fence in Final Destination Two. Um, oh yeah, he does. Uh, just. Uh, to talk about the cast, the French guy, La Flame, is the main character from that movie Crazy we just watched. No shit. Yeah, that's him. Oh, my God. He's good in this. You can kind of tell he's a good actor. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. Like, uh, And this movie has a lot of that. Again, Alison Pill. Alison it's like, Pill, oh, yeah. Alison, you are so much better. Uh, um, Eugene but, Levy is his dad. Yeah. Uh, I would argue the parents also, they don't quite... The parents don't work to me, but we'll get into that. I I, I generally liked this movie, but yeah. when you talk about when you, you have to do a podcast about it, it's like, oh, I'm going to talk about every part of it. Sure, but uh, I just wanted to finish Eugene, out, yeah, calling out the cast. Uh, yeah, Liev Schreiber. Liev Schreiber obviously is uh, and, Ross Ray. He's <laughs> the, perfect. The rival goon. He is perfectly realized. Uh, 
incredible use of Aliyev Shriver in this movie. <laughs> yes. The, the thing I like about this movie, I guess we'll get into it more, but it's well acted. Uh, it kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. And like they get they get people who like like Liev Shriver, they they make a lot of complex characters in this where it's like the morality. Uh, we'll talk about it, but like that diner scene and stuff like that, where it's like right. these moments where you're like, fuck, man, like it's great. Uh, the like weird respect they have for each other. Yeah. He's like it's like um, movies about like rival soldiers or something where they're like, oh, I yeah. respect you, but we got to fight because we got to fight. Like he's like yeah. an old uh, retiring hockey player who's an infamous uh, goon uh, enforcer who just wants to go out, you know, with one last glorious fight. Um, yeah. Kim Coates is Kim their Coates. coach. Yeah, <laughs> just being the most, uh, just the most Kim Coates he's ever been. The most. Um, man, there's. I, th- I think that's all. Well, Jay Baruchel, Jay obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's all the main people I wanted to call out. Um, but there's a brief cameo William from Scott. yeah, of course, Sean William Scott. <laughs> a brief cameo from one of the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah. And it was weird because they're not playing Canadians; they're in Massachusetts. I yeah. think for that scene, yeah. and I was like, "That's odd." I assume this is probably a Canadian film, though. Yeah, so oh, many, yeah, no, so many Canadians in it. Yeah, in the credits, I think Hannah pointed out while we were watching of like just so many Canadian production companies. Yeah, it's uh, where else are you going to make a yeah, fucking? Where else are you going to make a movie about hockey? Yeah, um, uh, Sean so yeah. William Scott, who I ar- ar- also argue, um, this is my, I guess, spiciest taste take. Mm-hmm. I think Sean William Scott could be a dramatic actor. I think he has it in him, and it's not realized, and no one has given him that shot. I think he's done some stuff where it comes out a little bit. Like, this movie is it weirdly a good example. Yeah. Um, Southland Tales. Uh, that's a terrible movie. I think there's a little bit of him in that where I'm like, ooh, I see it. Yeah. I see that he could do this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's done some other movies, too. But, yeah, I, th- I think he's – you wouldn't immediately think of him for a, a role like this. Um, and it's not like a traditional – it's not like a character. It's not like a Stifler type character that you would immediately picture him as. He's like this weird, uh, so so adorable and endearing, but he's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's just so a the weird plot guy. is, he's a very nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Who is um very good at beating people up. Yes. And he doesn't necessarily like doing it. Is it's what just they a thing he's good at. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bouncer. He's I think adopted. He's part of this. It's the idea is that he's got the it's a nice Jewish family. He he his brother is like the uh, his brother's successful a, a one. doctor. His his mom and dad are both doctors, and he's right. Yeah, he has a whole scene and, where he's like, "I'm stupid." Yeah, but I'm good I at this. I thought his parents were. I <clears throat> I'm not saying there aren't parents like this. I thought like we didn't need that much disapproval. Because, like, when they do the scene where everybody's fucking cheering his name and shit, and the parents are just like, I don't like this, it felt a little like... I, and like you said, nobody's really quite a fully no, realized that, character. That did kind of make sense to me. I mean, we only see the parents in two scenes. Um, and yeah. th- another weird... Th- I mean, to call out how this movie kind of has complex characters, and we're talking about how the actors in this are kind of playing against type a little bit. Eugene Levy is not funny in this movie. He's not playing a funny character. No, he's not even the straight man. He's just 
a he's the disapproving dad and that's it yeah we yeah. only we only see him in two scenes but uh i think well three that's the beginning and then the hockey game and then the dinner after the hockey game yeah. it kind of makes sense because their whole thing is they they regard this like a circus uh right and it's like this is be- this is beneath you and he's like no it's not think- beneath me this is just this is what i'm good at and uh people like love me for it and they're wearing jerseys that have our name on the back of it how is that not great yeah, I think what it is is there's a thread there mm-hmm. that I want to talk about, which I feel like the movie starts and never completes. Yeah. Uh, which is this, like, the shame stuff about what he does. Mm-hmm. And he even, he says stuff where he's like, little kids are wearing shirts with our names on it. How do you think this is bad, right? Yeah. And, like, he makes that point and then they never really follow it up in a meaningful way, I guess. Where it was like, I was ex- expecting to see him use his goonery to, like, do something that's morally good. You know what I mean? Or, he, like, he does. like I, I expected, I guess I expected more of that at the end. Um, I sort of, I see what you're saying. Um, I sort of like that the ending of the movie didn't go th- that way. Like, it's, he does use his goonery for wh- stuff that's morally good because he had, he hits his low point when he gets into a fight with with the French guy, his French roommate, who right. um, in in the story of the movie, he's brought onto this league basically to protect this this star French player who got his bell rung three years ago by Liev Schreiber. And it's never been the same since he's like scared out on the ice. So they bring yeah. in Sean William Scott as a goon uh, specifically to watch this the French player whose name is Xavier, uh, Xavier Laflame, uh, specifically to watch Laflame's back. Um and so he has like his low moment when they have a fight and he's like, well, I'm not going to, he just doesn't watch his back and he gets creamed and they lose. Uh, right. And then he, so they have like the, him basically taking a beating for his team. Like he, he comes in, he swoops in and saves uh, LaFlame in the next game. And then he takes the, uh, he blocks the shot on the goal with his face. <laughs> yeah. So like they show and they, him, it, it's, it's brutal. It it is really fucking brutal. They st- like unless someone steps on his ankle with the fucking yeah, skate. The skate. It is surprisingly brutal for this movie. Yeah, you feel it. Um, but like it's sort of there's that found family idea where it's like yeah, this is where he belongs. These he's like giving it his all for these guys and they love him for it and it's they're they're winning games because of it and they're forming bonds and friendships and stuff. Like I think that's. The, this movie's version of him using his goonery for something that's morally right. good. And I think ultimately you're right in that the things I'm hitting, the things that are like not rubbing me the wrong way that felt like threads that weren't complete. Um, I'm not sure if I would want it because that then it just makes it a very typical Hollywood film. Right. A typical sports guess, movie. Yeah. I guess what it is is that it does have a little of that. Like him, you know, his love, his love story is basically that. Yeah. Um, so it's, like it's very it like, it's very cute though the love story yeah, oh for sure um and so like it's one of those things where it's like um i i guess i don't know how subvers- subversive i need it to be um and i guess in the end i do i do think it probably did the right choices and again it's very much tribute to slapshot a film that also like takes the sports idea and then like 
changes it, right? I believe the 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 climax of Slapshot is them just choosing violence, if I recall. I think so. Them, I like, haven't I haven't it's like seen a battle Slapshot between, since like, high school days. So. Oh, okay. It's, <laughs> I, I remember it's like a battle between like, do we want to be a spectacle or do we want to play hockey? And then at the end, they're like, yeah, spectacles. We want to be a spectacle, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this, this movie does a similar thing where the actual climax is they get in, we mean... Let me back up a second. They get into it's you know it's typical sports movie uh, setup where they're in the playoff game against Liev Schreiber's team. So it's like the showdown between him and Sean William Scott is finally going to happen. So the but the actual climax is their fight. It's not whether or not they win yes. the game. And the movie actually ends and it you yada don't get yadas. you don't get to see if they win the game. Like it ends yeah. with a minute and a half left on the clock, but he's already won. Like he's in the back with right. Allison Pill. Well, he's already beaten Liev Schreiber. And they do the thing with LaFlame, like, clearly has gotten his mojo back. Mm -hmm. So, like, they do the things that matter. They focus on the characters. Yeah. And that that is what makes it a very good sports movie, is that I I do think that's one of the things a lot of sports movies, the bad ones, focus too much on, like, well, do they win or not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where it's, it's, it's more about, it should be more about the characters and the drama of those characters. Right. Than anything else. They even, they even give a small arc to like the disastrous team captain like the guy the divorced guy <laughs> but like yeah, he's he, amazing yeah he like you know he has a whole arc of where he's he's the his life has fallen apart but he's still trying to keep it together for his team and then he actually has an arc like he he picks a fight with Leif schreiber which is a really funny yeah. moment where Leif Schreiber's yeah, where like, like you sure you sure man <laughs> He so good easily beats him but then like before the last game he actually gives like a like a pretty rousing speech it's like an emotional speech you're like oh all right man all right divorced guy yeah because he keeps trying right That's he keeps the whole trying thing. yeah yeah and he finally gets and he finally there. does it yeah yeah there's a lot of little things like that it, it, like if you think of a movie like hot fuzz hot fuzz does that too where they'll give the characters little arcs where it's like the right, what he said bit, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. where he keeps saying, in the, and then at the end, it reverse, where like they know to give every character like a little something. Yeah, it's, uh, give them somewhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it makes it a good ensemble uh, aside from the main thread, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, yeah. Like it's every character feels very fully realized in that the bits they're doing. Again, Allison Pill is the only one who doesn't get enough. Like she's not, she doesn't get to be that funny, and she, she doesn't she, get. To, she does have a little bit of a thing, but I. But you're right. Yeah, that her she's thing not, is she sleeps around and well, she feels ashamed, <laughs> and it's like, man, I don't I know think, about that. I, I think her thing. It's. I mean, yeah, that's essentially it. But it's more that she's very direct to a humorous degree, right? Um, but yeah, that's that's usually how it comes out is like that, but. Um, yeah, she doesn't. I don't think she gets enough. But she doesn't like, get enough. You know. No, but I, she also um, she had Scott Pilgrim. I think the same year, so she had a, a decent year. She's great in Scott. Pilgrim. Yeah, she has a great career too. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. Fine. she's pretty fucking great. She's doing. Yeah. She's doing. She's doing a okay. But yeah, I but like, yeah, it's yeah. it's the one hit against this movie. Really, it's yeah, just that women so. don't really have a. Uh, and are, again, yeah, this is a thing in comedy in general, which is like women don't get uh, anything to do, you know, yeah. or not nearly enough. Yeah. Also, um, it's a sports movie um, about a, a, a men's hockey team. So it's just like, I mean, obviously yeah, there's, there's not, no women there's on the team. So, right. But yeah, Allison Pill could have used a little bit more to do. But she is funny with what she has. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. That's, She's great. That scene where he meets her for coffee and tries to order a Gatorade. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Brings her the, the, the stuffed mascot. They have this recurring bit with the stuffed mascot. That's really right. funny. He keeps like, oh, it's no." She like at one point when she, they're on the phone, she's like, and he he's like, well, admits that he has a crush on her. And she's like, oh, I kind of do, too. Like, I actually sleep with that mascot doll you bought me sometimes. Like, oh, no, that's not weird at all. It's official. Like, they keep having this gag about it being an official product. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I love, yeah, I love what a... So the beauty of Sean William Scott's character is he's just so simple. Again, it, it does remind me a little Happy Gilmore, where it's the idea of someone who's so enveloped by a hobby that they see the world that way. Like when she when she comes up to him after breaking up her boyfriend and she's crying and he's like, what's wrong? Did you just watch Rudy? <laughs> Such a good line. Incredible line. And yeah. again, ordering Gatorades like they, yeah. they knew they knew exactly what to do with Sean William Scott, which is just hockey. Hockey sports. That's all yeah. he cares about. That's well, it's, it. not, it's not even entirely that. Like, he's not that into hockey. Um, right. Before he gets on the team. It's just that he himself is just, he's like earnest in a childlike way. Like, he's yeah, been, he's just completely earnest all of the time. <laughs> the, so, a, a big part of this movie, and it comes to the word goon, is... Um, and I thought there's so many people who got this, and including obviously the writers and the the Massachusetts of it all really spoke to me because there is a genre of like a goon of a tough guy, yeah. Uh, and it's, there's a lot of them in the punk scene where it's like people like mosh pits, right? Yeah. Um, mosh pits have specific rules where it's like uh, we're not gonna like hurt each other too much. We're gonna hurt each other just the right amount. Yeah. Um, and there's this almost like this honor amongst goons is the idea yeah and it makes him believable in that he's a goon who doesn't particularly like violence right is the idea like they show him as a bouncer at the beginning and he's like punching guy in the alley and like looks to his boss and the boss nods and he's just like all right sorry dude i'm sorry like, man hits him again. <laughs> yeah keeps yeah. punching him because it's just that he's not it, like we said, it's just that what he's good at, what he's built as. Um, I think Liev Shriver really, like he reminds me, he pl- he reminds me of specific, very specific people that I know. Yeah. Where it's again, this like, someone's like, I want to fight. And they're not like, oh, let's fight. It's like, are you sure? Do you, are, like, do you really want to do this? He did. All right, all right I'll, I'll be, I'll make this quick. Like where it's like, yeah, it's a sport. Brawling is a sport to them. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nothing personal. Yeah, uh, I, I, I really loved that aspect of it, where it's like none of them take it personally. And it's like not a personal grudge between yeah. Liev Schreiber and Sean William Scott. It's just like, well, we're both the the enforcers, so we got to fight. Like, we got to right. fight. Like it's, we I would argue to. this is a sports movie. The sport isn't hockey. It's, it's fighting. fighting. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, if you think of it that way, it completely makes sense. The part where he's with the other guy and they're about to like start playing, the guy goes, "Hey man, you want to you want to fight?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh, yeah sure. I love. Yeah, they're, they're just <laughs> yeah. lining up for the puck drop, and the other the guy opposite him is like, "Hey, you want to fight?" Yeah, okay. And they get in their yeah. fight, um, and they get broken up. And like Sean William Scott, as he's getting led to the penalty box, he's saying to the uh, ref, "He's like, it's a really nice guy." And they sit yeah. him down on the penalty box, and he waves at him. <laughs> Yeah, ah. and they're just like buddies. Yeah, that was I, that was something I wanted a little more of. Is like they do it a little bit at the end, and I get why they ended it where they do. But I kind of wanted him and Liev Shriver to have a like a hangout afterwards or something. Yeah, they probably so, will. 
the scene, yeah oh yeah no they it's implied so the scene that's like the most powerful is uh it's probably in like the the third act where he's finding himself and it's or right before the third act end of the second act where he's wandering the streets at night and he sees leah shriver uh who he hasn't fought yet in a diner and they sit down and he gives them advice from one goon to another like mm-hmm. he's just like i've been i'm retiring you're the new me uh, and they say he he says what does he say like he everybody says, likes a warrior until they go home yeah like, everybody loves a soldier until they come home and stop fighting and yeah there's a, a it doesn't undercut the scene but there is a great little joke there so you understand what I mean by that and he's like um I don't know I'm sorry <laughs> like he just doesn't yeah. get the metaphor so he basically says look they'll they'll use you up and and kind of toss you aside when when they're done and that's you'll just, that's that's it you won't really have anything to show for it but Sean William Scott has a different perspective where it's it's about the family and the camaraderie to him. He's like, right. I will take whatever shot I need to for these guys because they're my team. And Leah Shriver, being a good actor, can play it off as like, you know, on his face, it's like, oh, yeah, he, he knows how naive Sean William Scott is. Yeah. Where he looks at him and he's like, yeah, I was you once. I said, I've said. And then later, of course, he literally uses the lines in his big speech. In his, in his retirement and, speech, yeah. And again, it's like he's doing it not to be like a shit. It's not a moment of like, oh, you stole my line. He's trying to like send a message to him uh, a little bit. Like there's a subtlety there uh, yeah, in their relationship. I, yeah. And I think it's also uh, he's been reminded of that aspect of it. Right. Um, even though. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Even though Liev is is a, a, a more. Uh, he's not he's not a bad guy but he's a little bit more of a of a sinister well not sinister but he's 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 a a little bit rougher figure than he fights sturdier yeah they do enough to make him a bad guy in that he is a formidable opponent but like we weirdly want him to have the respect of him too like you want him to respect sean william scott at the end um and so like he's he's Again, it's perfect because when you think of this as a sports movie, he's the bitter athlete, yeah, the one who's the been through the ringer, yeah. and you can tell that he's jaded. So it's not like you get the sense again that he's not a bad guy in the in again in the sense that he's not picking fights with random people. None of these people are like fighting civilians. No, it's, they're just fighting other goons, <laughs> yeah. and so like. Again, they give Leah Shriver that moment where the guy wants to fight him, and he's like, "Dude, are you sure?" <laughs> you sure? Like. <laughs> yeah and so oh, man <laughs> it does it it works because it's like yeah on the ice he is a bit more of a bastard yeah but you never get this there's feeling the word. that there's the these word. guys yeah you never get a feeling that these guys are like getting in bar fights you know uh, yeah. unless again unless it's like a very mutual <laughs> type of situation you never get the fi- fi- the feeling that they victimize people uh right it's because, all about the yeah it's all about doing it on the battlefield as it were yeah, it's about being a goon yeah it's about and being so a goon. Like, <laughs> yeah and so that scene in the diner basically ends with him, them having this friendly exca- exchange and he's like listen i like you i respect you but if it comes down to me or you i will lay you the fuck out and and that's perfect it was perfect yeah i love is, that scene yeah it's a really good scene there's like and the the scene we already mentioned it where he takes the puck to the face to to stop the shot in yeah. the game and he's getting stomped on and like swat uh, slashed with the hockey sticks um another like kind of out of no- well not out of nowhere because the movie has this weird tone where you can sort of it sort of teaches you to kind of expect 
anything, but within certain parameters, but still like, it doesn't feel out of place, but it is like all of a sudden, you know, against amidst all the zaniness, there's like this really uh, visceral scene that you're just like, oh man, it's like, you know, obviously it's visually visceral because of the violence, but it's like gut wrenching too, because he's getting fucking stomped out and like Alison right. Pill is, you know, like a good actress, like convincingly freaking out. She's like, oh my, get him out of there. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's getting fucking There's destroyed. A couple moments. And of course, the showdown between yeah. him and Liev Schreiber. The, the, that, is the like, fight is fuck. so good. That fight is so good. <laughs> it's so good. And it's just two guys punching each other in the head. Yeah. But he goes down and like his ankle keeps failing. His because ankle we, breaks. They set it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And uh, Liev Schreiber keeps looking to the ref and being like, don't, don't stop it. He's, and it's the, it's the realization that like, Hockey stops for this because everybody's waiting for it. And, t- and to the point that the ref is like clearly not doing his job <laughs> and, well, well, and he keeps point, knocking him a- down and he keeps getting back up because Leif Shriver is like, don't you fucking stop this? You know, like yeah, it's the, he's got uh, more in him. The first time he falls down, the, the ref skates over and Leif Shriver just points at him and says, don't you fucking dare. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's he, perfect. Yeah. It's such a good fight, man. And, it, and, and yeah. And what it is, is it's Leif Shriver being like give this guy a shot in a way it's again it's it's really good like where it's like a mentor mentee situation where he's like i'm gonna beat you down i'm not gonna pull my punches but, but i'm gonna give you every chance but he, to take me out here. right but he wants him to beat him but he's like i i want he like he wants sean william scott to win but he's not gonna throw the fight exactly <laughs> so and like, then finally up, let's go yeah and he finally punches him out and his tooth goes flying and the like well the last thing you see of Leo Shriver is him on the ground kind of laughing. Yeah. Um, like waking up after the fight. So it's yeah, it's clear that like yeah, it it, it was like he he didn't care like you know, if he punches out Sean William Scott, that's good for him too. Yeah. But it's, it's just, just another like, guy he's knocked out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's a delightful, like oddly positive ending mm-hmm. of this movie. Yeah. Um, I like that they set up the win too. Like they have a scene early on when, because um, the first time Sean William Scott tries to fight on the ice, like in a hockey game, he doesn't do as well. And then Jay Baruchel takes him and shows some video of Liev Schreiber. He's like, okay, you look, you got to grab the jersey, you got to do this and this. And so they they basically are watching fight tapes of Liev Schreiber. Then this is really early in the film, but he points out, okay, look, he lets the he grabs them right here so that they can't quite reach him, so they punch themselves out. Then he comes in with a couple of shots, and then he comes in with the uppercut. So they set that up. So right. we see in the very end of the fight, at the end of the movie, Liev does that. Like he's got him, he gets the couple of setup shots, and he goes in for the uppercut. But Shaw William Scott knows it's coming, so he just fucking crushes him in the head right as he's winding right. up for the uppercut which i was you know it's 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 you know it's not amazing Sport, it, it's sports it's a, movie stuff it's a simple though. plant and payoff but like it's yeah. nice that they set a lot of this stuff up <laughs> oh yeah there's a quality here what makes this movie like again this movie is funny um this movie is really funny, funny. yeah <laughs> i i do want to stress that there are things about it which i think if i was like making this today I'd be like eh let's let's dial back the 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 homophobic jokes yeah because they what it is, uh, so the movie makes a distinction, mm-hmm. and this isn't me justifying it, but it's clearly trying to make a distinction, which is that at one point, because Sean William Scott's brother is gay, um, and they do show, like, when someone says something hateful towards gay people in this, he gets mad. Or he, um, or he uses it as a slur. Yes. It's, it's, yeah. And so they draw a line where they're, they're very much saying, like, 
you know, these Boston motherfuckers or Central Mass motherfuckers will use the term gay to mean lame or bad. And like, that's one thing versus real hate. And I would say that's a very antiquated uh, view nowadays for obvious reasons uh, where it's like, no, we need to not use these words in general we need to get better habits etc etc yeah the Um, movie never sits us down and says that but no no but it does draw a line which i thought was interesting yeah but it's it's like i i think that stuff would have been easier to swallow if his gay brother character didn't have a single characteristic which was that he's gay like that's the issue is that that's all he is yeah he's not a character and so like it's of its time in the sense that it's dated in the way that it's like this is 2011 folks we're progressive but also not quite there you know uh, I mean, they're not doing the work that yeah, uh, they yeah. should be doing here I, I appreciate that they're like as i mean the the most meditation they do on it is anytime sean william scott hears the the slur he's like hey my brother's gay so it's like it's it is trying to tell us us uh dummy viewers in 2011 hey you shouldn't say that because you're you're putting down people when you say that and i guess the other thing is they clearly wanted to point it like draw attention to it yeah they They were doing it on purpose yeah and so they they it seemed like they had something to say but they didn't quite follow up on what they were saying like there should have actually been a moment where they were like let's stop saying this stuff like where like uh like his 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 hockey buddy and stuff like that like there could have been a moment and it doesn't even have to be a big moment where they just like tone it down slowly or something like that they but do, they don't it, really do any uh, of, th- too much of that i felt like they do like after the most they do is that we're gonna go my one of my favorite this is a, a and this is a technically a gay joke but not it's they're like we're gonna go hard to the, the this match it's his like pump up speech and he's like 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 the guys in gay porn we're gonna go gay porn hard yeah. and they all start getting into it like yeah gay porn hard let's go yeah and that's uh that's pretty funny yeah um they do the i i felt like this the slurs kind of disappeared uh late as the movie they, went on they they do but yeah there's definitely this thing where like it's and it's certainly they're drawing not attention as, to it yeah and i think if you're gonna draw attention to it you got to have something to say about it. And the fact that like, that's, that's the thing is like, if it was just like a couple scenes, mm-hmm. I'd be like, eh, you know, they're Boston guys and they were just like, if they, but the fact that the movie is, there's a, a large amount of it devoted to that stuff that uh, it feels like a misstep because ultimately they just didn't say anything. Right, they just the most they said is that's wrong, basically. And yeah, they, they, they kind of wanted more, to have their cake and eat it too. Yeah, could have used more follow through there. It's certainly not as bad as the uh, some of these Judd Apatow, right? Films? It's just like three years earlier with uh, or however well, it was more than that, but like the forty year old version, which is just yeah. like six years yeah, before this, is, and it's just grotesquely age. homophobic. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, the thing. Again, I wouldn't describe, and I mean, I'm not an expert on this. I don't want to speak about this, of, but I didn't. Of course, this movie did was clearly not trying to be hateful, mm-hmm. but it still feels extremely like, I guess the word is ignorant, you know, um, in that department. And it and it is like, it's worth flagging because I think this movie has does does a lot of misgu- really good stuff. misguided. I'd, I'd say misguided. Misguided. Yeah. Um, and it's a shame only in that this movie, and again, I would say like, 
you know, again, it's a sports movie. I get it. But like they clearly, you know, the women were a blind spot, too. Yeah. And again, that's not different. But like I, I, I flag that only in that this is a non-conventional movie mm-hmm. um, and that's its strength. And I think it could have done stuff with that because um, what yeah, makes this movie unique is that there's no real villain. Uh, like it's about compassion weirdly mm-hmm. enough yeah um and it's about like it, it's it's not a conventional s- storytelling either it's about like small time victories which is the idea of like one of the things i thought they were gonna go and i'm glad they didn't is they set up like he doesn't know how to play hockey and he he says stuff like oh i might and like i think even leave shriver's like no you're never gonna be a hockey player yeah. Um. And I thought they were gonna have him like do the winning goal or something, and I'm glad they didn't. You know. No, they just I'm landed glad on. He was never a hockey player. No, they. But but he is. The, I think the movie yeah. lands on that he is. He's just not. He's a goon. He's an. He's that's a hockey yeah. player though. And he's good at what he's doing. He's very yes, good sure. at what he does. Yeah. That is but that is I, a genuine uh, asset on a hockey team. <laughs> yeah, but I am glad it didn't like you know do the cheesy version yeah like he wasn't he didn't score the i mean he he does score a goal at one point totally by accident yeah um and that's a funny bit but yeah he never like he's not out there carving up the ice or anything right he still can't really skate at the end of the movie (laughs) yeah and the whole movie is kind of about like personal greatness and that like yeah he's not he's this kind of a celebrity he's not nothing but it's also like he's just some little quarter of the world here, but in his corner of the world, he did something amazing. Even yeah. if that thing is grotesque it's, and violent, yeah. it was. It's an amazing moment in sports, uh, which is what a lot of sports movies are about, right? Which yeah. is like a moment of greatness for somebody, yeah, or s- people, yeah. And it's really nice whenever a sports movie realizes that the scale doesn't matter. No, not at all. That. Yeah. Yeah. So like I think yeah, this movie kind of nails that. They didn't have him go up to NHL or uh whatever the pro league in Canada is right. called. Um that doesn't happen. Right. And maybe <laughs> it is good that they never show a moment where like kids are really looking up to him. I love how they do it though, cuz again they're 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 making fun of it where it's like he's slamming a guy against the glass and there's blood and a little girl is just thrilled. Yeah, she's like, up there waving at him and, and, yeah. and he like waves at her too as he's fucking pummeling this dude. It's so perfect. <laughs> cuz they are trying to show like this is a culture. There's yeah. a culture here and it's misunderstood like often when there's a culture that's violent uh again i keep i bring it back to moshing or like punk or like any anything like that um uh or i guess uh, boxing or wrestling where yeah. it's like it's on its it's from the outside it feels very violent and stupid it's like yeah but like there are there is an honor in there's it. rules yeah there's and there's rules and yeah. The, yeah and there's yeah exactly there's there's honor and there's tradition and there's precedent and all this stuff um right yeah and uh, yeah it's just this is a very good comedy i think i did it's aged better than i thought it would yeah it really it it is uh, for all the reasons we said it is uh, somewhat dated but not as much as i would have expected um and it's not even it's not like that bad but anyway there is something i wanted to call out um the hockey scenes are really well shot 
Oh yeah. Like this is, I think the, I mean, like I said, I just told you I hadn't seen slap shot since high school, but like the way the hockey scenes are filmed are, uh, it's, they're really good. It's very exciting. They have the camera right down on the ice. It's not like, I don't know the rules of hockey, but it was easy to follow the action. Yeah, I agree. Um, it, it was just, uh, I was not expecting the sports scenes to be as well filmed as they were. Yeah, and again, the uh, the fight scenes, as simple are as they pretty, are, are pretty sweet. Yeah, they're like, really it's brutal. Kinda, this director went on to do Coffee and Cream, Stuber, 8 Big Christmas. So they clearly went the side of comedy. comedy. Yeah. But I was looking at this and I'm like, do more sports movies. <laughs> do a boxing movie. Well, I think Stuber's an action comedy. And I think, okay. I think what's it called? Kareem and Coffee? That's, yeah, but this is this I think is that like one a, is as well. This is like a Jordan Peele situation to me where I'm like, do a drama. <laughs> win an oscar man because like that film with that scene with him and leah shriver like i'm just like this is good it's a good scene like yeah. that's part of this movie's power in my opinion is that it's genuinely like there's talent uh, right and, and it. something that's worth calling out in that scene is obviously leah shriver is good but sean william scott is good in that scene and it yeah. and it's not it it you wouldn't think the character, the way it's been written and the way he's playing... Well, actually, the way he's playing it up to this point, you could see it. But it just doesn't seem like that character would be able to hold his own in a dramatic scene. But he does, and he does it without... He never stops feeling like the same character, but he is For able sure. to engage with Liev uh, right, in this dramatic scene. And it's really well like done. He's very much a golden retriever. He's very yeah, much... Yeah. <laughs> I love the bit where... so. Allison Pill leaves her boyfriend for Sean William Scott, and like the first thing he does is go to the boyfriend's house and take a beating. Yeah, <laughs> let the boyfriend beat him up. Yeah, he's just like just like keep punching me. Yeah, yeah, he's very much like this, like such a pure soul in yeah. this weird way. Yeah, um, which is one of my again, it's reverse Happy Gilmore, where it's like Happy Gilmore is crass in all these this golf culture, where it's the opposite, where Sean William Scott is like innocent he's an angel in all these crass assholes around him yeah (laughs) the two the two french canadians with the fucking your wife stuff those are are fucking your mother they're russians russians right they're the two russian brothers yeah Yeah. they're russians and it's like (laughs) i don't know man that's pretty it's pretty amazing (laughs) yeah i forget what he says one of them they make some terrible joke and then uh, it's a combination of a few things. They're speaking in broken English. Yeah, um, that was the they're, that they're was the gag. Joking I about to... yeah, fucking his mom. And then the 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 flip side is that the guy is visibly and constantly upset by their terrible taunts. Like their taunts aren't very good, and yeah, he is so and it's really getting by at him. Yeah, yeah. The, one of them says like the, they make a joke that doesn't quite make sense and he's like well that doesn't make any sense and the one of the russian brothers is like I, I, ah fuck i forget how he phrased it but he basically says yes that, that that's what makes it a joke but he said it in this yeah. broken english yeah. way that i wish i could recall but it was very it's, very funny <laughs> it's very funny um oh dear yeah <laughs> we're just reciting uh, jokes from the movie well th- i think the joke writing is good like for example the exact quote is that for the percocets one it's like a little poem. Uh, two rules, man. Stay away from my fucking Percocets. And do you have any fucking Percocets, man? Like, it's the repeat of fucking and man. Yep. That makes that really work. Yeah. And, and then the fact that it's two rules and one of them's a question. <laughs> it's it's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it, 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 it's got to see the movie. People yeah. see the movie. Yeah. I, I assume people watching this have seen it. 
it's always hard to cover comedies because I don't want to just sit and talk about the funny lines. But luckily for this movie, it's just like... There was a lot to talk about, yeah. This is a movie. Yeah. And I, I guess what I mean by that is that, like, you go back and look at comedies of this era, and a lot of them, it's like, man, I, I don't give a fuck about this plot, right? Uh, and that's actually what made Judd Apatow stand out at the time, is that he actually tried to make plots, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, for better or for worse, obviously his shit got very old and very problematic. Yeah. But he was, he was actually, it was the fact that comedy, the bar was so low that someone could come along and say, I'm going to do a movie with actual like emotional scenes and a story that's unique. And people glommed onto it. And uh, I think that's what Goon kind of is. I honestly think these writers, that's what Superbad um, to some extent was. Although Superbad is a pretty typical plot actually so i yeah. scrub that it's also but like this movie, pretty dated oh it's extremely problematic yeah the, the the entire goal is to get women drunk to take advantage of them the, I mean, that movie yeah. lives and dies by the fact that the performances in that i would argue are great across the board yeah uh that really helps but yeah I mean, the movie knows it's problematic at the time, too, Like it's, but it's made as a joke. Yeah. And I'm sure there's millions of... Mo- like, I haven't seen that movie in ages, so I'm sure if I went back and watched it, I'd find out all sorts of horrific shit. Probably. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. revisited that one in over 10 years, I think. But anyway. Yeah. But anyway, and again, it's comedy from this era. Comedy, man, comedy's tough. Nothing ages quicker than comedy. That's it, it's really true. And truth. also, like... Most comedies are bad, I would argue, more than any other genre. It's tough to make a good one, yeah. And it's tough, I mean, you know, it's it's tough for uh, comedies to be classics because comedy is based on surprise. So, right. And so know. the fact that this movie made me laugh in almost every scene, um, and it relies on jokes that were different for the time. Like, the the, the weird homophobic stuff is throughout, but, like, they're not leaning on it um there it feels a lot of the jokes in this do feel kind of fresh mm-hmm. um watching it 10 years 11 years later but most of all it just feels like they they did something unique with the plot and characters yeah uh there's still some characters that are absolutely need more work but the main the main group and the main plot is stands out enough that like yeah it di- I think it did what people praise Judd Apatow for doing better. Yeah, it did it in 90 minutes, for one thing. Yeah. Uh. Yes. <laughs> and and again, it just generally did it with less problematic shit. Mm-hmm. And, a, and honestly, it has more to say, I feel like, at the end of the day. I think so, yeah. Yeah, like 40-Year-Old Virgin, like, that main plot is fucked up. It's nonsense, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and that, but like, you know. Yeah, so out of this era... This might be one of the best comedies of this era, I would say. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do with also with comedy just being, yeah, real shitty. Yeah. What's the last good comedy you've seen? Oish. <laughs> Goon. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't even name, let's, hold on, sorry, sorry, everybody. I mean, the menu. I, oh, yeah, that is a good comedy. Yeah, comedy has been all right. Yeah, I guess. comedy at this time though, in the in the aughts and and in early early twenty teens. Man, yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at some comedies right now. Comedies have gotten better because uh, we also got the unbearable weight of massive talent. Mm-hmm. 
bodies, 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 everything, everywhere, all at once. Like comedies have become like they're starting to try to become something. Uh, been a good year for yeah, him. yeah. It hasn't been a, bad, a good year. Yeah, Bros. I have still haven't seen, but I've I've heard good enough things. Um, I don't need to list comedies. Yeah, you do probably. I? I think we can be done, Dave. Oh yeah, we're we're more than done. But yeah. I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, goon. Goon. That's, uh, catch it like a hockey it. puck to the face. Yeah, yeah. In in theaters now, goon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going in yeah, that what, direction. What are we doing? Why, why, I don't know. Why, hey, is it, why is any of this happening? Steven, thank you for uh, having us watch Goon. Like, thank you. Uh, again, we, neither of us had seen it. It was on my list. It's one of those movies where I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah. And it's like, when am I going to sit down and watch Goon on a free night? So, Well, today yeah. was the day. Thank you. I'm going to watch uh, the sequel people... now, too. Yeah, there's a sequel. I don't know about that. I yeah. haven't heard too many people say Goon 2 is good. Yeah, it probably isn't, uh, but I don't know. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Listen, folks, uh, thank you for, for listening. We have a Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed, G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y, unemployed. Uh, you go on there for just $5 a month. You get access to a bunch of exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, mm. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Mm. Spiel Boys, mm. uh, Star Trek: The Next Futurama. Mm. Those are all on there for five dollars a month. For a little more, you can watch movies with us every Friday night. Yeah. Um, keep your ears open for the Bud Rain series we're doing this month. Um, we're we're gonna have a few more. We just watched. We're done with Hypecast, but we should be hitting up a couple new movies this month. Um, I don't know. The, yeah, there's there's shit. There's shit going on. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's you know uh, it's the holidays. We're taking it a little easy, but you're still gonna yeah. get you're still gonna get delicious shows. Yeah, I said uh, this before. Is the the thing the the thing people might notice is that beginning of January might be a little light because the problem isn't the holidays; it's after the holidays because we are spending the holidays not recording. Oh, stuff. that's true. Yeah, so it's interesting how that works. Is that like. The holidays themselves, there's actually plenty of shit that'll be out. Yeah, we're it's still, just we're still chugging along with stuff. Uh, speaking of which, um, we also have a store. You can head over to GameFleetEmployed.com. You find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your hockey punching peepers <laughs> onto that. Yeah, if you know someone with a torso, we have shirts. Mm-hmm. And that's a good gift for someone with a torso. It's a great gift for somebody with a torso. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the, 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 your, your favorite trunked person. They're yeah. Good, they're good trunk coverings. Get them the shirt. Still called yeah. torsos trunks. Sure. Yeah. I think so. It's like it's if, if humans were trees, the torso would be the trunk. Right? Really? Right? What about the what about the genitals? Um or like the legs. That's like the, the, you can go even lower. That's the true. Every, everything's a stop. trunk. Everything's a trunk. Okay, it's we're just trunk. trunks. We're just trunks. And the hair is the rest of us. Yeah, the tree. Yeah, the hair is the leaves, Dave. Mm-hmm. And the branches. What if? I would what argue. if? What if trees were just had hair instead of leaves? Ooh, just yeah. long just tangles hanging, of human uh, hair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like gnarled hair. <laughs> what a uh, nightmare like scenario. Like oily hair. <laughs> yeah, no one would go in the woods ever. No, we'd cut them all down. We'd have, yeah, we'd we have killed the planet way faster. 
Absolutely. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Imagine like. Yeah, being like uh, uh, the uh, even the like the biblical version, being like Adam and Eve, and God's like, "Here's your garden." And it's like, "Oh no, I'm good. I'm all set. I don't need any of this. You can, you can, you can start over." Yeah, got any clippers? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want life. Yeah, no, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what this thank is. you, thank you. Um, but we already got one. We already got one. So yeah. you can take Return. this right on back. <laughs> oh, all right.